1: Vince, are you ready for rapid fire?
2: I'm always ready for rapid fire. Let's
1: do this! Do it. Okay, so we know what the Bush push is just by saying those two words. We know exactly what happened. Bush push. Where will 4th and 16 rank 18 years from now? And of course I said 18 years because it's been 18
2: years since Bush push. You know, it's funny because, see, and it's it, it's going to totally ruin my point uh, but the play right before the or the two plays right before the Bush push was fourth and what twenty something? Do you remember? That's true. That's true. And I can't remember. It was fourth
1: it, and long. I can't remember. Exactly. It was long.
2: Yeah, it was long. And if they don't hit that, there is no Bush push, right? And so I remember that play almost better than the Bush push to be. I mean, I remember that whole sequence at the end, right? The long throw to Jarrett. And then the swing around to the outside with the, with the ball flying in the air, thinking the game mm-hmm. was over, and then the bush push. Everybody calls it the bush push, right? So I, I digress because the question is a good one. I don't know, man. I, the bush push just has such a better ring to it than 4th and 16. So um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. It just, it just does. There's no
1: catchy name. No. There's no catchy name. Even though it was prime time, it was still Duke. Like if right. you had again, if you flipped it and it was against Ohio State, I, I think maybe it's a little bit different. I, I, I think it is definitely. I, I think it's one that, like, because we were there, we were watching, we follow it so closely. It's one that we'll we'll remember. To me, oh yeah. To me, though, like fourth and sixteen. Even though it wasn't the play that scored the winning touchdown, it 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 seems like the more miraculous play as opposed to even a 30 yard touchdown run from object estimate, oh, yeah, who had been you know, again, bottled up all night.
2: No, there's no doubt. Like if if there's a play to remember from this game, it's the Hartman fourth and sixteen. There's no there's no doubt about that. Like the only thing I can oh the Hartman Hustle. There you go. Hartman Hustle. I like that's that. not bad, actually. That's not bad. I, mean, I was thinking
1: Hartman dash well,
2: and gash more like the uh, the duke debacle like that's how, <laughs> that's how that game felt until the very last second yeah. um yeah oh, the duke rebuke by mr 2.0 that's that's not bad um the bush push though man like that's iconic and everybody in the country knows what the bush push is and this game is not hold a candle to that it just doesn't yeah. you know what i'm saying so yep. um i'll still remember it because of what we you know like you said i'll still remember it but it won't it it doesn't even come close for me
1: michael said fourth and nine see like it's like a it's like a fishtail i guess over the years it becomes longer right
2: seem <laughs> <laughs> longer than fourth and nine i feel like it was like fourth and tw- 19 or 20 something but see I have to think it's, back and look. it's, it's a fishtail bench fish you're making tale. it
1: out to be more than it was so yeah you're not wrong. after the win
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
3: The month of October is going to be jam-packed with huge games for Notre Dame, and ticket hunting for those games can be stressful, which is why you need to check out Game Time. Whether you're looking for last-minute tickets to this week's top 25 matchup between the Irish and Louisville, or next week when Notre Dame takes on USC, Game Time is the go-to place for you. That's where I went and got tickets to the Notre Dame-Clemson game for my mom and dad. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off download the game time app today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed that's GameTime.co.
1: Marcus Freeman said that maybe Audrick Estime shouldn't have scored the game winning touchdown maybe he should have gone down at the one yard line taking a knee used some clock kick a field goal here's what Marcus Freeman said
3: we were drawing it up to, to really run the ball, get the clock down, call timeout, and kick the game winning field goal. And it's a great coaching point because we practiced that, um, that we, we probably should go down, right? And people will go, hey, don't take points off the board. You probably should go down right there at the one-yard line, kick a one-yard field goal, and, um, well, obviously longer than a one-yard field goal, kick a field goal from the one-yard line and, um, you know, win the game that way. And so, great teaching opportunities, but, man, I'm glad. <laughs> You know, he scored. I'm, I'm glad he scored, and I'm glad we won.
1: All right, Vince, buy or sell the strategy Marcus Freeman was outlining there. I mean,
2: logically, I guess I get it. I get where he's coming from. But being as close as I am to a kicker and, like, the kicking process, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've I have studied – the snap, the hold, like how long it needs to take to get off. And every there, there are so many different things that I never even really realized that has to go right for even an extra point to go through. You know what I mean? I'm not leaving that sucker to chance, man. Like maybe dance around at the one for a little while. Like maybe run horizontal to the goal line for a little bit. But you got to score that touchdown, man. Like I, I understand where he's coming from from a logical standpoint but I'm selling this all day because you take the points at the, you take the points, man. Take it. Was, was
1: anyone not dreading the possibility that that game, it's a one point game. Was anyone not dreading the possibility that Schrader was going to have to come on the field and try to kick a game winning field goal? Did anyone show of hands? Did anyone want to see that? And and again, that's what, you know, estimate houses that thing. I will take that 10 out of 10. I will take that a hundred out of a hundred. I wanted, I wanted no part of seeing Schrader is four for nine. Right. Kicking field goals this season. He had a miss earlier. He has missed the last two weeks now. And you know, like that's, that's someone who's got to get his stuff figured out. Like you've got to have a reliable, kicker because again you're playing two ranked teams who are undefeated over the next two weeks unless USC gets upset by Arizona this weekend I don't really see that happening but no this is this is nothing personal against Sam Schrader or Spencer Schrader I've got no faith in him
2: you got to take you got to take the confidence like what's your confidence level seven running into the end zone or 32 kicking a a short yes field goal
1: the two so guys cool. the, the two guys I trust the most on this team are the two guys who made the plays. Correct. The last two plays offensively. Correct. Hartman and Andrick Estimate. Those yep. are the two guys. Like, I would have Sam Hartman run out there and, and try to do a Doug Flutie and drop kick it through the goal post before I'd have Schrader, I think, at this point. Again, it's nothing personal. He seems like a nice enough kid and all that sure. kind of stuff. But the bottom line is four for nine, and he had just missed earlier. You got to get to, and obviously, like if you look at the other end of it as well, Duke didn't have any more confidence in their kicker with that pooch kick that they decided to do. I still think if I were them as close as they were, I would have at least attempted the kick because if he happens to make it, then at least you make Notre Dame have to score a touchdown rather than a field goal can beat you at the other end. But, you know, that's, that's for Duke and Mike Elko. To figure, oh, you're out. talking about
2: when like, they pooched it, when they yeah the pooch it? the pooch punt yeah. Well, you mean how much faith did you have in their field goal kicker? That's what I
1: just you know, but yeah, but again, I mean, he,
2: like he missed two easier ones. But you've ones got nothing, nothing to is. lose
1: by. But you've got nothing to lose by at least trying it,
2: right? But again, well, yeah, because the, you got you get the ball at the twenty, right? Or, no, is but, that high school rules? yeah uh,
1: I guess rules? you know that's the only thing. Yeah, you you would get it at the twenty, so they would have gained some field position out of it, and they were able to get down there and. And down it and they obviously pinned Notre Dame deep. But
2: it's I don't have a problem. problem. Yeah, I mean, we can we can rehash Elko's decision, but I was not wanting them to kick a field goal. And not once while Audric Estime was running the ball in that particular play, was all that go down, go down, kick the field. Like that was never in my lexicon of vocabulary. It was yes, we're scoring a touchdown. And then I was like, Oh crap, there's 31 seconds left. But still, Go score that touchdown make because nothing about Duke's offense makes me think they could have gone the length of the field in 31 seconds, even with three timeouts, you know, because the way that they were moving the ball was quarterback runs and, you know, things of that nature.
1: Look at what happened to him as, as soon as things blew up and they had to throw the football, look, look at what happened.
2: And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I had no faith in, Duke having to go the length of the field in 31 seconds even with three timeouts like there was still a piece of me that was nervous don't get me wrong but if you if you put the strategy in and you're looking at it from all angles right it's okay I feel pretty good about Notre Dame being up a touchdown when they got that two-point conversion they're up seven I felt really good about pinning them deep and making them go the length of the field
1: Tyler wants to know if we think the back-to-back physical games against Duke and Ohio State affect the Louisville game.
2: I mean, they're not injured, right? I mean, they had a couple of injuries, but they weren't because of the Ohio State game, you know, for the Duke game. And now those guys are back. So they're they're. Last time I checked outside of Matt Salerno and Dion Colsey, they're 100% healthy, right? So that's what you worry about from a physical game. You know, there's.
1: There's no go byra go byra is out, okay.
2: But But I mean, you know, I I, I think they're going to be fine, they just have to do the proper. I mean, you've got to recuperate and you got to do it correctly. And there's all kinds of science and there's all kinds of things that they're doing, and IVs and all this. You know, they're going to be fine. The bigger issue is eight games in eight weeks. I mean, that's that's the bigger issue, and not necessarily the physicality of one team or another, it's still football.
1: And this is this is seven. Yeah. This is gonna be the seventh straight game that they've played. Right. And then of course they gotta to get to USC for number eight before they get the buy. And that's I mean we, yeah. Plus well, plus by the way, midterms are yeah next week as well. For so yeah, I mean we, we know we know
2: USC won't be a physical game, uh, but they'll have to <laughs> do a lot of running. Yeah.
1: I mean, and that's I agree with what you're saying. I think I think that they've got enough. They, because like that was something that Marcus Freeman was talking about today as well. He was talking about the GPS and knowing which guys have maybe got to take it a little bit easier at different points in the week, which got you know all that different kind of stuff. There's all kinds of data that he said that he gets and he looks at so that he can make those kind of calls on who needs what and what kind of treatment and all these different things. You know, I, I think that. So I think from that aspect, I don't think that necessarily those two back-to-back games like that will have a major impact. Right. Uh, because like you said, you know, they're, they're, they're doing, they're doing pretty well, <laughs> knock on wood, from an injury standpoint. <laughs> yeah, right for sure. For sure. Fill in the blank. Notre Dame's special teams are blank.
2: It's October, right? So I'm going <laughs> to go with scary. Um, they're scary right now. I mean, I, I, you know, you got the, the muffed punt, you got the missed field goals, or, you know, punt return, the missed field what, goals. What was
1: Chris Tyree doing
2: on that play? Did, did you hear Marcus Freeman's explanation today? Like it was an interesting explanation. He kind of, once again, because it's Marcus Freeman, he took the blame. Um, I guess the punt return previously, Chris Tyree fair caught it. And Marcus Freeman went up to him afterwards and, and was like, hey, stay aggressive, man. Stay aggressive. And so on the very next one, he was trying to, quote, save them yards. That's what he told Marcus Freeman. He's like, I was trying to save us some yards. I thought I could get on it, catch it on the bounce. By picking it up off go, the ground. That's like, like as soon yeah, as that ball hits, away, yes. you know. Basically, it yes. Away. He didn't want to see it roll, you know, yeah. another 10 or 15 yards. And so Marcus Freeman was like, yeah, I get it. I get where he's coming from. He's like, we can't do that. He goes, I get where his head was. And he goes, sometimes I got to keep my mouth shut. I told him to be more aggressive. And that's what happened. You know? So right. he took the blame. But Chris Tyree's got to know better. He's got to know better. Like, Stay away, man. Peter, Peter. Get away. Get away from it.
1: I mean, there have really been two good special teams plays this year. The Onye. Punt. Oh, yeah. The Onye block of the field goal. Sure. And the fake punt the other night.
2: Yeah. Other than that. Haven't had a lot of great returns. Haven't really threatened on many blocks. Um, You know, the uh, punt game, the punt game has been good. I have not had an issue with the punt game. The kicking game has not been great. Yeah. How about that? There's the bright spot, the punting game. I think McPherson has done well.
1: Yeah. Should have had him at the one-yard line. I mean, there there was going to be, when you had the kind of season that Brian Mason gave him, last year. Yeah,
2: that's a this is a big hill to
1: there was gonna be a step back, but at the same time it has just been it's been much shakier than I would have thought it was gonna be. Much shakier.
2: Yeah. Oh I and again
1: when you've got a you know like you've got a special teams coach who's got a kicking background and you've got a kicker, an experienced kicker that you brought in that you thought was going to be this great asset, but he hasn't been an asset.
2: No. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. And And you're disappointing.
1: You know, it's like, it's like a 10 cup, you know, just lay up every once in a while. It doesn't have to be spectacular. You don't have to just put it through the uprights, man. Consistency, make a 35 yarder,
2: you know? Nope. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Just get it through, man. It's all, I mean, look, and and like you said, that was a great example was the 10 cup thing there there's been times and I, I don't mean to keep bringing it back to my kid, but there was, there was one, he missed a kick at one point, And then he had an extra point to hit and he just, he didn't boom it. You know what I mean? He just, Hey, just put it through the uprights, man. That's all you got to do. And it was like, yep. like a half kick, but it, it was right down the middle. Cause he took some off of it. It's like, there's no point in trying to like kick it into the scoreboard or, you know, something crazy, man. You just got to get the points. Like that's what matters here. So
1: yeah. So James says not one single blo- oh, Okay, yeah, like they haven't blocked one. And, you know, look, last year was an aberration. Like, it was. Obviously, Brian Mason was able to see things on film that he could go out and they could attack, and they, they had a feeling when they were going to be able to get one. Yeah, you know, We hadn't seen that many blocked punts in a combined, what, probably 20 years oh, yeah. or so, 20-plus yeah.
2: years. You can't expect that.
1: Yeah, but – you know, Biagi was a guy who had his units had blocked some punts from from time to time. And I think that we thought that they might at least come close. <laughs> but we haven't seen that either. It's
2: disappointing for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's probably the word. Disappointing overall. They've made a couple plays. But yeah. overall, I think it's been a letdown so far. Yeah. Agreed. Scale of 1 to 10, what is your confidence that ACC officials will ever get a call right?
2: I tell you what, man. Like every week, the bar it it's set lower. Basically, it's like the ACC officials for this week. You know, watched the game last week. They're like, "Hold my beer, yeah, like, here we go." You know what I mean? Like Notre Dame got the apology from the ACC this week about the overturn of the of the punt in the at the one yard line. Like, oh yeah, we messed up. Can't review that.
1: That's just inexcusable. But what is that do? In- if you're in the replay booth, right, you've got to know what you can and can't review. Seriously. And for them not to know and even the even the rules analyst guy, you know, when they first, you know, came back and they overturned it, he's like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." And you know, here's what's got to happen and blah. And then when when they figured out that it wasn't reviewable and they start talking about it, he's like, Oh yeah, that's right. They shouldn't have been able to. Be... You're a freaking former official. You're the expert. None of these guys, none of these guys knew it on the spot.
2: Yes, you are paid to be the expert. And you messed it up too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just it's just bad. It's just bad. Like really, really bad. I don't know. I it's I mean, the Big 10 officials weren't much better against Ohio State. True. The ACC officials have been bad. So I mean, I just haven't seen good officiating in a Notre Dame game. And, and, and I'm not saying that it's just against Notre Dame. Like, these, these officials are making bad calls both ways. Now, it was more Notre Dame leaning this past game, granted. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists that's like, oh, the ACC officials are all, always against Notre Dame. I just think they're bad. I just think they're bad officials, to be honest with you. And, I, and that's it's an epidemic across football. So, yeah, yeah and this- it was really bad.
1: Picking up that pass interference, and I texted you guys, I think, after the fact, when they picked up that pass interference flag, be, because they were saying it was uncatchable, well, if there's no pass interference, I think it's a heck of a lot more catchable ball, because he impeded Merriweather progress from to come to back. close to
2: the ball. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I do. I, I understand why they picked it up, because it was kind of a throwaway ball, but... You, you can't just stand in front of him and not let him come through. Right. That's pass interference.
1: It only bounced maybe five yards from him by the time it hit the ground.
2: And it only you know, bounced like, once what? and he caught it on the bounce. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and, yeah. And that's just bad. You know,
1: like the whole Batello thing, because I've seen a lot of people complaining about the Batello call. It's, you obviously you don't see that right. very often, but if you tackle with the crown of your helmet, they yeah. changed that targeting rule a couple years ago. That anytime you tackle with the crown of your helmet, it's targeting, regardless of yes. where you hit
2: someone. So it was the and right. To me, call. it's a
1: little bit like giving a ticket for a, you know, like a motorcycle rider not wearing a helmet. It's like you're protecting him from himself Correct. kind of thing. But you know, again, you can be like,
2: suspended for that.
1: exactly. Technically, they called it right, but if yes. you're not if you're not actually targeting the person you're hitting. You should not, the ejection piece, or at least the, yes. you know, like you have to stay out for the next half thing, that should not come with it. It should just be a 15-yard penalty. Yes, But Agreed. technically they called it right, as dumb as it may seem.
2: Correct, yes. But it. But the, the, the stupid thing is they called it because they're trying to protect Batelho, but now he can't play. Like yeah. that makes, that part of it makes zero sense. Okay, Tim zero. says,
1: "Is the spear call gone now? It's not called spearing anymore. Yeah, it's, it's just targeting. targeting if you if you yeah. tackle with the top of your helmet, so uh, DK, how many defenders target a runner's arm to dislodge with, the ball?
2: Not with not with the crown. Not with the crown,
1: That's like the you can difference. do it with your face mask. You just can't yes. do it with the crown
2: right anymore. Right. And look, it happens every game. We know this, but it's not supposed to. Right."
1: Fill in the blank. It's blank that after losing to Ole Miss Saturday night, Brian Kelly blamed youth and inexperience, saying, quote, there's
2: nobody else walking
1: through that door.
2: Oh, that was just – like, I I saw the snippet clip, Uh, I think. Did I send it to you, or did you send it to me, or we just both saw it? I don't even know. But – it was about a four-second clip where he's like, we're just, we're just so youthful, and there's nobody walking through that door. It was hilarious. And then I watched the entire press conference, about 10 minutes, and it is worth your time, Sean Styers, because <laughs> he said there was nothing wrong with the defensive play calling, and they gave up 55 points. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing wrong with the defensive play calling, And he's like, we have to execute better. You know, we got to do this better. Like, totally throwing the entire team under the bus and none of his coaches, which I thought was fantastic. You know what he complained about? The offense. He complained about the offense who scored 49 points in that game. Right. Like, it's just so – I mean, they gave up over 700 yards. 711 yards. Yes. Like, Come on, man. Just call it how it is. Why do you have to come back with all these Kellyisms? Like, I, you know what? Marcus Freeman could lose the rest of the games this year, and I'd still be happy that he was the coach. Like, that's honestly how I feel.
1: The last time I checked, LSU entered the season with the Heisman Trophy candidate at quarterback. Yeah. After the year that Daniels had last year. And he's talking about inexperience he went to LSU because I thought you were able to recruit all this young talent, all the, you know, all these young studs. Yeah. And and it didn't matter yeah. how young they were because they were so talented. They were going to come mm-hmm. in and play and, and bail you out. I mean, he's starting some young guys, but he's, he's starting, he's got a lot of experience out there on the field as well.
2: So. But who makes the plays for Notre Dame right now? There's a bunch of freshmen making plays for Notre Dame. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, You can't tell me that freshmen can't make plays. Don't go in there and tell me about the – like how often did we have to hear about the youth of the offensive line a couple of years ago? Like that was the dumbest – that was the dumbest excuse I've ever heard because they were all a bunch of juniors. And they weren't young. They were
1: juniors. They just hadn't played.
2: Right. They were inexperienced, but they weren't young. Like it just – There's always an excuse. There's always
1: an excuse. It's never his fault. You know what the best part about this
2: whole – the best part about this whole thing is there's LSU fans that have been – private messaging brian and apologizing to him really yes i hadn't
1: heard that yes multiple wow after all that stuff a year ago all all it took i mean we knew we yeah. knew it was just going to take a little time for him to find out we right. knew
2: right just but fantastic
1: yeah they thought they were getting vince lombardi down there <laughs>
2: yes, yes they did who just Didn't couldn't happen. win because he's over at that you know ivy league school yep. can't win they don't have a chef
1: Fill in the blank. The Toy Story broadcast of Sunday's Falcons Jaguars game on ESPN Plus
2: and Disney was blank. It's entertaining. I first of all, I was forced to watch it because it was the only way I could watch the game. Because <laughs> I have Disney Plus, I don't have ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. So, so it was the only way I could watch the game.
1: An interesting so, way to watch the game <laughs> if you actually want I to mean, watch the game,
2: but you don't have
1: any other means.
2: It was the only way for me to watch the game, and it was Sunday morning, and I, I was like, oh, there's football on. And I was like, like It was like, could, it was,
1: it was like a, a video game of little yes. miniature miniature guys yeah. running around out there and on the field.
2: I was impressed with the technology, to be perfectly honest. They did a couple – I saw, like, after the fact, they did, like, a side-by-side of the real game and, like, the Toy Story game, and it was, like uh-huh. – it was right on. I guess they put, like, chips in right. the uh, shoulder chip, pads. Yeah, yeah, so they could
1: track them. Like, did you – like? Did you see like the video on Twitter where they had like the, the
2: side-by-side of the actual play yes. and
1: then showing what they were showing it on was that
2: pretty spot on. Um, yeah. and, and the broadcast was meant to teach people about football. Like they were talking about to how to get kids a first down football. and, you yeah. know, stuff like that. And so I, I thought, look, I would have rather watched the regular version of the game, obviously. Okay. But it from, for what it was, I thought it was a really cool way to introduce football to younger kids. I, I thought it was really cool to be honest. That's what it's I,
1: meant for. Just like the Nickelodeon the
2: slime games and stuff. Yeah. they are gonna
1: have a they're gonna do the Nickelodeon, you know, alternate broadcast, I think, of the Super Bowl and a playoff game or something again this year. I mean that's
2: they're thinking that's, outside they're, the box for the younger generation. I, I think yeah. it was cool, honestly. We're
1: we're was, obviously not the target no.
2: demographic for
1: that. Now you kind of fit in there a little bit because you've got kids in that like did any yeah. Did any of your kids actually sit and watch it with you, or was it just you watching Toy Story game?
2: <laughs> they were kind of in and out, but they were yeah. asking me, like, what are you watching? And I would tell them, and they were like, oh, that's kind of cool, and they would see the different Toy Story characters and, you know, stuff like that. So they were kind of into it, to be honest with you, until they realized they were watching football. Um, but, you know, I like I said, if it's an alternate broadcast, I dig it because they're trying to get other people kids you know other people involved and 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 the technology was actually pretty impressive now there was some glitches you know uh here and there and uh it was kind of obvious but i thought it was good i I thought it was well done how about that you
1: you you text to me and you're like hey are you watching the toy story thing and i'm like
2: nope (laughs) (laughs) you're like
1: you should check it out we can talk about it in rapid fire and i'm like "Uh, yeah so fortunately i've got the espn plus so i had to I was like making lunch and I pulled it up on my phone and that was a drawback to me is I could only watch it on my phone. I'm not a kid, you know, oh, like yeah. watches everything on their phone. Fair. And I've got big screen TVs for a reason, but my daughter was sitting there playing Candy Crush and on her phone. And I said, hey, check. I said, watch this for a minute. And she's like, okay. So I give it to her. And I'm like, so what do you think? She's like, oh, that was cool. So I said, would you rather keep watching that or keep playing your game? She said, Play my game.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, That's fair. That's fair. And then,
1: you know, because this was, um, yeah, I guess this was before the Bears game, you know, because like she wanted to watch the Bears game mm. and that whole thing because I think she's yep. a Bears fan. And that was,
2: oh, that was, they're uh, finding new ways to lose, man. Just new ways torture. to lose. Like, you know, defensive tackle intercepts at the goal line. That was a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, they're just, they're Tim, I don't need
1: a Roku. Lose. I've got DirecTV and I've got all these subscriptions. I don't need another whatever to watch. Now, is that how I watch ESPN Plus, like, on my TV, Is if I have a Roku? Or... That's
2: what I have. And that's how I watch okay. all my streaming stuff on my TV. All right. So, I actually, I that's have a box of That's the problem with streaming
1: services. We've got yeah. a million of them. Right. But, like, we've got so many now. I told my wife, it's like, okay, now we need to buy, because we've only got one smart TV. And it's in the living mm-hmm. room. Yeah. But, when you've got all these sports now going to yep. all these different streamers, I yep. said we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get
2: a second smart TV
1: at some point.
2: You either so, do that or you spend a couple of bucks on the Roku box and just plug it in your HDMI. Because my upstairs TV is not a smart TV, and the Roku is plugged into that. That's how we watch all of our streaming. So, and what exactly the is the Roku? TV.
1: Explain the Roku.
2: It's me. just a it it makes your TV a smart TV. It's basically, oh, okay. what it is,
1: yeah. So you could just like plug it into the TV, and you can get all those like, yep, like put yep. out your, download your apps streaming and... apps in it. Okay, yep.
2: That's how we. And then Interesting. my downstairs right. TV is a Roku TV. It's just all built in. Maybe t- uh, Tim, Tim,
1: I stand corrected. I didn't. I guess I never realized what exactly the Roku was, but
2: yeah, it was not. I mean, like I said, it turns my regular TV into a smart TV essentially. All right, so it's worth it.
1: <laughs> Brian said it's smart TV for dumb people. I mean, yeah, you, know, you, know, consider, I, you know. Consider your audience
2: here.
1: <laughs> does Fubo, you might know this better than me, does Fubo televise the Notre Dame home games? It does because get-
2: it has NBC. So, okay. yeah. Yep. That's how I watch the game, honestly. Because I always bring my iPad up uh, to the press box. And so I've got the, the, the game on. I do it through uh fubo because we have that through driscoll publishing yes
1: i have <laughs> john says he's got a dumb tv i've see, got a couple yeah, dumb TVs. I. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um what was you can see i've got i actually i need to fire up my fubo account i still haven't used it because again it's like i'm in the house for almost everything right. so i haven't had an actual right. need for it but I suppose you know I'm going to be traveling with basketball here pretty soon. That will probably come in handy, I would imagine.
2: I that's how I had the uh, I had the three monitors going at work on Saturday, uh, watching some college football while I was supervising the JV volleyball tournament. It was through Fubo, just pulled it up on all the different screens, and I had college football everywhere. It was great. Yeah.
1: See, here's the thing: is like, you know, my daughter. Where, you know like she watches from the main living room but of course I've got I don't have YouTube TV but I've got the Sunday ticket but it, it's right. on regular YouTube but like that TV is the only TV oh. where I can put it up you know so it's like it's a it's a big uh, you know my desire to watch the Bears is not <laughs> is that, it. they actually look good for about three quarters
2: I was like, all right, here comes the, the offense.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fourth quarter, they figured out they were the Bears. in a way it went.
2: Yes, they did. Yes, they did.
1: All right. Well, that's going to do it for tonight. Appreciate you being here. We will, of course, be back tomorrow and the rest of the week with plenty more for you. Hit the like button on your way out. Subscribe, rate, and review. By the way, I'm just going to mention this right away because my two – Whatever co host, Jesse and Vince can't be here Wednesday. So I've got a big surprise for you on Ooh. Wednesday. Should I let it out of the bag now or should I? No, you make them wait. Should you I gotta save tease it? it? You got to tease it. Someone's going to be, big surprise. Someone's going to be with me on Wednesday.
2: Christ. Is it the person it's you texted me that you were going to ask? Is it yes. the person that you... Take? Okay, good. Oh, that's going to be a big... You're all going to want to tune in on Wednesday. I, you know, as much as I think you all love me, I know you're going to love this, thing, this this special co-host. Sean and Lou? No. Yes. I wish Lou holds... <laughs> oh. But no. We, we would throw... <laughs> that would be a of lot of fun. ...at Ohio State on that one. Man. That's right. <laughs>
1: All right, so we will be here. Hit the like button on your way out, subscribe, rate, and review, and we will talk to you tomorrow on Aviation Sports Talk.